Welcome to Well Made, where we dive deep into all things wellness, self-improvement, and self-love. I'm your host, Kat Kamalani, a mother of two beautiful kids. Together, we'll explore raw and candid moments that touch on every aspect of life, from parenting to relationships, career, and personal growth. Our conversations will be filled with insight, experiences, and tips to help you live your best life. So sit back, relax, and join us on this journey towards a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Well Made. I have a special guest with me, Natalie. She is the owner of Peachy, and I'm sure all of you guys have heard about her and her company on TikTok because you're like TikTok (laughs) viral. But it is only fitting that I had you come on because I was thinking forever, I want to talk about eating and gym and supplements and all those things of how I got to the point I am. And I really was diving deep for somebody to come on that is A, an expert in this field, but B, because we go to the same gym (laughs) and that's how we met. So Natalie, for the viewers who don't know you, how was your workout fitness routine growing up? Were you around it or is it something you started when you're an adult? It was something I started as an adult. So my family is not a fitness family at all. Like my neither of my parents went to the gym. So I didn't really know that world growing up until I met Johnny. And Johnny was the one that like really got me into the gym. He's been working out for 15 years. Mm. And I think that I was like so nervous to even start going to the gym until I met him. And he was like, Nat, like let's start going to the gym together. And he knew what he was doing. So I would kind of like watch him and watch other people when I started going with him. I was an athlete growing up. Like I did dance, I did cheer. I did gymnastics and I really loved that. But like weightlifting, I had zero knowledge of. Like I did not know how to use equipment at all. Really? So what age was that for you that you started going to the gym? I was 21, I believe. And have you been consistent since? Pretty much, except for when I had Eli. So when I got pregnant- Eli's her son. Yes, Eli's (laughs) my son. I got, well, I miscarried twice before I had him. I'm so sorry. It was rough, but I kind of blamed myself for those because I was working out so hard as I was pregnant both the first two times. And the doctors told me like, you know, you did not miscarry because of your fitness, but I just internally felt that. So when I actually was pregnant with Eli, I just completely cold turkey stopped going to the gym. And that's when I gained a lot of weight like during my pregnancy. And then after I had him, I just felt like I did not belong in the gym at all. Like I just felt so insecure to go back to the gym. Why? What what were those feelings inside of you when you're like, I don't belong in the gym? I think it was, I had my young body before and I just felt like I fit in to the gym that we were going. We were in Orem. So it's kind of like more college town, beautiful girls at that gym. And I just felt like I fit in there until I had Eli. Then I tried to go back to the same community where I looked completely different because I gained a lot of weight during my pregnancy. And I remember the first time I looked in the mirror after I had my son and it was a couple of weeks after, cause you know, like being a new mom, you're like taking care of your kid and you kind of forget about yourself. And I went into the bathroom and I saw my postpartum body for the first time. And I was like completely shocked. And then when I went back to the gym, I just felt like I didn't fit in anymore. I felt like people were looking at me, which they probably weren't. I think it was more just me being insecure. And so I just started working out at home and I started going to Planet Fitness. And I told Johnny, I was like, I just don't feel good in the gym anymore. I don't feel confident to go. I don't feel like I know what I'm doing anymore because your body changes a lot. I had diastasis recti where my abs separated and I just... I didn't know what workouts were safe for me to do anymore. And so I kind of just cold turkey stopped going. So you worked out at home? 
I did. Yes. It's, it's interesting you say that because I had a similar experience. I had a miscarriage too. And mm-hmm. then I had Luna and Brooks back to back and I had my postpartum body too. And I remember just saying the most nasty, awful things to myself, which I would never do that now. But mm-hmm. back then I was saying that and I would never say that to someone else. And I'm right. like, why are we saying that to ourselves? And bodies are so beautiful, especially the women's body, because they create a baby and Mm -hmm. that's normal. And I think I had the hard time of understanding bodies are supposed to change. They are not supposed to stay the same. Mm -hmm. Your hips, your breasts, your feet, you grow and they change. And I've started with Luna. My daughter now is, I show her my stretch marks and I show her like my sides and I show her my moles and I... And I just say like, oh, this is so pretty. Do you know why I have this? Is because I was, I had lots of muscles or my skin is a little bit more stretchy just so she just feels like this is normal. Like mm-hmm. our bodies are supposed to be normal. And going back to when I had my miscarriage, I can totally relate to that of like not wanting to go into the gym because you feel that everyone is staring at you. Yes. But in actuality, everyone is just worried about themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at anybody else. Maybe if you're a single guy, you're looking for like the <laughs> girls or something. But I, I feel like everyone is just worried about themselves. And if you are worried about someone else, I'm like, I don't even, those type of people have their own self-work to yes. work on. But for me growing up, I also was an athlete. I danced, I was on drill and drill team for those who don't know in Utah, it's just a competitive dance where it's intense. It's like in the morning and at night. And we were working out six hours a day. You could eat whatever you want. And I went into college not knowing how to work out, only dance six hours a day. So I would eat like a couple of egg whites and a slice of turkey and go run 15 miles. And I would not go to the gym because I thought it was going to bulk me up Mm -hmm. until I met Kaylone. And Kaylone was a football player at University of Oregon. And I was like, I don't know if you, did you get this with Johnny? When you started dating, you started to gain weight. I think it was after we got married. Okay. (laughs) I hear when you're happy, you gain weight. And so I started to gain weight so much when I was dating Kaylone. Uh Like I, I used to say back then, it's so, it's so, it's so rude now. I can't believe I'm saying this, but we would call, this is so bad. I can't believe I'm saying this. We would say I was his little hippo because no, listen, this is so bad. This is awful. He would call me his little hippo. He would. Because he, <laughs> because I can't even speak. He would fill up his Tupperware at the facility with like potatoes and meat and come home. And he's like, I brought you food. And he would like feed me. And I'm like, I'm just like your little hippo that would eat everything. And so, <laughs> so bad. I went along with it. So please don't cancel him. I would go along with it. But I was just after gaining the weight and I was so like in love and I was happy. It was all these different moments in my life that I was just talking so ill to myself, thinking Mm -hmm. that I had to be a certain way with my body in order to be happy, which in actuality it was, no, it starts with my thoughts. That's what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. So fast forward, you had your miscarriage, you decided you wanted to work out at home. What made you feel confident enough to go back into the gym and start working out? I wish I had a better answer for this. And this is something that I try to teach our girls in Peachy. Mm. My one of our slogans is don't work out because you hate your body, work out because mm. you love it. Oh, I love that. And it's just such a different mindset. And I wish I could go back 
which I can't. So I'm going to tell other people, but I wish if I could go back, I would start with a mindset of I'm perfect exactly how I am right now. And I can just go to the gym and I can just be who I am. But I did not go back to the gym until I felt fit enough to go to the gym. And I wish I could change that. But something that really helped me to get back into the gym is something Johnny told me. He said, not like, because I came home so frustrated one day. I would drive all the way to Planet Fitness and it's like 30 minutes from my, my house. Well, it was at the time. I came home so frustrated and I just said, I'm not seeing results. And like at this time, I'd only been working out for like two months and I thought results were going to come immediately. And Johnny said, not. Nah, Instead of looking for results so fast, why don't you just create a habit of going to the gym and the results are inevitably going to follow. And I thought in my mind, because I hate being told what to do, but I was like, well, Johnny has a good track record of working out. So he's probably right. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to create a habit. And then once I started creating that habit, like inevitably the results did come. I feel like that is so important because people think going to the gym at the beginning, it is a choice where you have to say, oh my gosh, am I going to go to the gym today? Am I going to choose to go to the gym today? Am I going to put my pants on? Am I going to put my like sports bra? But what happens over time, it doesn't really become a choice anymore. Mm -hmm. It's a habit and you just do it. Yes. And you don't even think about it. And it's something, I don't know about you, but I crave. Oh yeah. Helps my mental awareness, helps me be a better mom, a better wife, a better business person. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like if I don't work out, I can see like my mental health just going downhill. Same. <laughs> totally. The same with you? Yes. A hundred percent. Talking about working out in the gym, when did you start? And because I see you work out, you <laughs> lived heavy. And you don't look heavy. And by the way, I would never comment on someone else's body and be like, oh, you look this way. But because we're on the podcast and we're talking yes. about it and people who are not watching our YouTube channel right now, you are like in shape, you are toned, but you lift really heavy at the gym. Did you have that ever? I don't ever want to lift heavy because I don't want to look like a man and I don't want to look super muscular. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like I did not want to look bulky. And I was like, if I start lifting weights, I'm going to grow these manly muscles. And now I've been lifting weights for four years and I'm just barely starting to see my biceps pop. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could grow them a little bit more now. But um, I think that working out, like building muscle takes so much time and you have to have your diet on point too and have like be hitting your protein goals. So I do heavy days and I do light days. Um, which thank you, by the way, because I feel like yeah. I don't lift heavy and I'm like, I want to lift heavier, you know, but I do progressive overload. So I'll start my workout like really, really light. I'll start with like 10 pounds and then eventually like I'll move up little by little by little to the point that I'm really pushing my body. I don't really count my sets or my reps. I just go until I feel tired and then I go one more Yeah, just to lift a little bit heavier and break down those muscles. I work out the same way, progressive mm -hmm. overload. And you can, for those who don't, aren't really familiar with it, it just means increasing either your weight or your mm -hmm. reps every time you do something. So you, like Natalie was saying, you can start with 10 pounds for your first set and then you do 12 pounds for your second set and mm -hmm. 15 pounds. Like you're just increasing weight every time. And the goal about that is that it's tearing down your muscle and you're rebuilding your muscle. And so the next time you go to the gym, you're a little bit stronger, yes. which I, I love that. So how many times a week do you work out? And you said you do two upper, two lower. 
What did you say your split I do, was? So I actually, I actually don't have a split. Oh, like, okay. When I go into the gym, I do it very intuitively. Mm. And there was a point where my upper body was built more than my lower body because I just, I love working upper body more. Uh, that's shocking. <laughs> I feel like it's usually the opposite for girls. Yeah. Which lower body is great, but I do love working upper body. So I go in and I kind of decide in the parking lot, like, okay, my biceps are a little bit too sore today. So I'm going to work out my back today. Or, okay, I just did glutes and hamstrings yesterday. I'm going to work out my quads today. And I kind of just go off of what I feel. I work out seven days a week. I don't take a rest day, but I didn't start like that. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I don't. Okay. Tell me your mindset behind not taking a rest day. So for me, like Sunday, I could kind of consider that my rest day. Okay. It's really chill in the gym on Sunday, especially here in Utah. There's not a lot of people at the gym and it's just a, like a little bit quieter, but I really truly, like you said earlier, like I go for my mental health because I have struggled with depression and the gym is something that really just silences all of that for me. And so a rest day for me kind of just looks lighter. Like I'll lift like 10 pounds. I'll go in and stretch. I'll walk a little bit on the treadmill where usually I'm like stair stepper in it out like Monday through Friday. So I just take it a little bit more chill on one of the days, but, and then lift heavier throughout the week. But I did start with three days, then I went to five and then eventually worked up to seven. I think so. what's most important is that people are just moving their body. Yes. You don't have to go in the gym and lift really heavy off the bat, especially if you're not comfortable in the gym. Mm -hmm. Like go to the treadmill and just walk 30 minutes on an incline of three and for a speed of three, what is it called? Like the three, three, three yes. rule. And then, or just go and lift up the 10 pound dumbbells. Or if you don't know how to do machines, one thing that I did at the beginning is I would ask people yeah. that's doing it. I would say, can you show me how to do this? Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes people feel intimidated doing that, mm -hmm. but I personally feel like people love helping other people out in the gym. It's like a community that they rally around each other and really push each other. Mm -hmm. For me, my workout, I work out six days a week and I have a rest day. I have to do a rest day, but my rest day is a little bit like yours at home, I just make sure I'm hitting my protein intake and then I go for a walk with the family or I do red light therapy. But I do two upper, two lower. And then I do kind of like yoga, hit Pilates day twice a week. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're talking about what feels good to your body and what like listening to your body is a huge component in that mm -hmm. because going in and if you're working a muscle that feels sore, it's not going to recover and it's not going to rebuild. Going back to what you were talking about, your protein intake, tell us about kind of what you're eating every single day. And if you had to give advice to somebody who is saying, okay, this is all overwhelming. I don't know where to start. I'm just starting my fitness journey. What are the key components you would tell them of okay, do this when you're eating and take these type of supplements. Oh, that's a good question. And I have to shout out my friend, Rachel Hughes. I think you know her, Rachel oh, from the yes, gym. Yeah, she's so cute. She's amazing. And she really has changed my mindset. So I heard her, she was on a podcast back in January and she said, you could eat a cookie every single day and lose weight. And for me, that just like, it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, oh my gosh, like how, you know? So the way that she explained it was your calories are your budget, your protein is your bills, and then the rest of your calorie budget, just do whatever you want with it. I love that. And I love that. It just freed me so much. And so I make sure I'm hitting my protein every single day. What is that? What are you hitting? I'm hitting about 130. I heard mm. that you're supposed to, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard you're supposed to eat about your body weight and protein. So I'm just doing 130 grams. And then my calories is like 1850 right now. And so I stay under that, but I literally eat ice cream every day. Good for you. <laughs> Have I you heard of the Creamy so Ninja? Yes. And I want to get one so bad. You need to. It's life-changing. 
I just pour a protein shake into it. And mm-hmm. then I add like a little bit of what is it called? Simple, simple, delish pudding powder. Oh, yeah. And then I'll add a couple cookies. My kids are gluten-free, dairy-free. So I have the gluten-free, dairy-free, but Kiloni adds Oreos and into oh. his. And I always say, when you're starting out your fitness journey or your health journey, don't think about what you need to take away because that's very daunting and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's just what are you going to add to your lifestyle? So I'm going to start today and I'm going to drink a hundred ounces of water. And that's all you're going to think about is for two weeks, I'm going to do a hundred ounces of water. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to say, okay, what's the next step I can do? Because I hit that. It's okay. Doing 150 grams of protein. That's all you're going to count is 150 grams of protein. You're not going to do your carbs or fats. You're not going to take away your treats. You're just going to make sure you're hitting your ounces of water and your protein. And then the yes. third thing is, is you're going to add your fats and then your carbs. And I feel like that is what makes a lifestyle and not these crash diets. Yeah. And have you ever done a crash diet before? I haven't, but I get what you mean. Like you won't, it, you won't keep it up. No, I have so many friends and family members because in my family too, we don't, we aren't blessed with great genetics. Mm-hmm. Kiloni's family all has like six pack and That's just, hard to believe. Oh, yes. you are so sweet. <laughs> but we all, we all have just the genetics that it's really hard to lose weight. We gain weight easily. Mm-hmm. And so my brother was talking to me and he's like, I don't even know where to begin. I'm like, just add in water, add in the protein. Mm-hmm. But, and that's, that's just worked for me the best. Yeah. But okay. So you wake up in the morning. What supplements are you taking before you go to the gym? And what supplements are you taking when you come out of the gym? So when I wake up in the morning, I take four pills. I take my biotin for my hair, skin, and nails. I take vitamin C because I was getting sick all the time for some reason. My immune system was terrible. And my mom's a nurse. She's like, take vitamin C. So I take vitamin C. I take, have you heard of hum nutrition? Yes. Yes. I take flatter me. It's like a bloating digestive pill. And then I take um, the moody bird, I think it's called, because I have mood swings sometimes. So I need that one. So those are my supplements. And then I take clean, simple eats greens before the gym. And then I take our pre-workout before I hit the gym. And then I do, sorry, I take a lot of supplements. Oh my gosh. No, it's great. It's great. And then I do my EAAs during my workout. And explain what that is for people who don't know. An EAA is similar to a BCAA. It's um, an essential amino acid, but instead of a BCAA, ours have nine essential amino acids. So it helps with muscle recovery for sure. It also helps, it does help with hair, skin, and nails, mood, bloating. Mm -hmm. It's just really good. It's something your body can't produce on its own. You have to get it from either a food or a supplement. So I sip on that during my workout. And then after I take a protein shake and I just switched to plant-based protein. I was taking whey for a long time and it was just really messing with my stomach. I think I am a little bit lactose intolerant. Mm. So I switched to a plant-based and it's really good. It's planta. And then I just started taking creatine. So I just started that yesterday, actually. Oh my gosh. I've taken creatine before. Really? How did you like it? I took it for three months and you have to be so consistent with it. You have to take it every single day to see results. Uh And I like doing it during the winter time because you tend to not bloat, but retain more water. Mm -hmm. And you have to be, for those who are listening, creatine kind of just helps build muscle. And so when you do go into a cut, you have more muscle. So you look more defined. Mm -hmm. But I felt like I loved it because when I went into cut, I really saw a difference. But I do love it during wintertime because I definitely saw about a five pound water retention for me. And oh, so I'll be interested. You'll have to let me know how you like it. Yeah, I'll let I'm you thinking know. about doing it this fall again mm-hmm. because I'm just coming out of a cut. 
and yeah, I'm same. going into a surplus. Mm-hmm. And oh, you are too? Yeah. Isn't it the best it's thing the ever? Best. <laughs> More food. <laughs> well, before I go into the supplements that I take, I want to, have you ever tried um, bone broth protein? I haven't. Have you heard of it? I've, I've heard it from your page, but I, that's okay. I'm sending you home with a scoop. <laughs> the best. It, my kids are dairy free and uh, again, and they can't have it and they have an allergy. So my little girl will throw up if she has any type of dairy. Mm-hmm. And so I can't do some protein powders because of xanthan gum. Mm-hmm. which hurts my stomach, but way I'm totally fine if it's a grass-fed way. And that's important to look for proteins as a grass-fed. And people who have a lactose or a dairy intolerance mm-hmm. can usually take bone broth protein. Mm-hmm. I will say the only thing that I don't love about it is that it's a little bit more harder to blend together. Uh-huh. It doesn't have emulsifiers in it. So you have to really like shake it up. Mm-hmm. But the taste is so good. 10 really? out of 10. That's what I was going to ask about if the taste was good. It's so good. It I just feel like with plant-based proteins, sometimes they, because of the pea protein, it, to me, tastes a little bit more chalky. And mm-hmm. do you feel that way? Mine's really gritty. Yes. Yeah. Really, really gritty. And so my kids have a hard time with that. I'm not feeding my kids just plain protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like in, in like pancakes or we do like dates and peanut butter and banana and I'll add like half a scoop of chocolate protein. Mm-hmm. So my kids had a hard time with plant-based. But yeah. these ones are so good. I'm going to give you a scoop. Ooh, I'm excited to try it. <laughs> Vanilla and chocolate. Delicious. Okay. So for what I do, I am intense. I am a pill fanatic, Every everything. I really believe food is medicine. So in the morning, my supplements, I do greens and lemon and ginger and warm water and chia seeds on an empty stomach. And they say warm water because it helps your metabolism. I don't know. Have you heard that before? I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. It's my favorite thing. Do you thing. feel like it does? Yes, Natalie. It's okay. I feel like it is the best thing ever because what I do is I take the lemon and ginger, I blend it up and I put it through a strainer and then I freeze it in ice cubes. So every day I just pop a couple ice cubes out and put warm water over it mm-hmm. and it's so easy. So, okay. I do that on an empty stomach. And then once I have a slice of sourdough bread for the probiotics and my pre-workout going to the gym, that fuel that helps my workout, I have so much. Pro- let's Okay. Let's start. I have grass-fed organs and then I do a B12 and I do a vitamin C complex. Mm-hmm. And then I also do a fish oil and I do zinc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do bad. you do the fish oil for? Is oh, it okay. joints mostly? Yes. Okay. Joints, hair, skin. And I actually just recently started taking fish oil and uh-huh. I was nervous. Have you taken fish oil before? Mm-mm. Usually some people who take fish oils feel like they get the fish oil burps. And I haven't at all like gotten that. Yeah. And so I do the fish oil and then I do the zinc, the B12. And then I do a pre-workout, go to the gym. I really want to start taking BCAAs. Does Mm -hmm. your company Mm -hmm. have that? We just have EAAs. EAAs. Mm -hmm. Okay. I should look into that too because I've never done that. Do you feel a difference with them? Oh, yeah. Yes. I think you would love them. Okay. Because I feel like sometimes recovery and all of that is just a little rough for me. I'm always sore. Even with protein, right? Yes. Yes. And so I feel like I need to step my game up with that. Mm-hmm. Then I come home and then I'll eat my breakfast, but I always make sure my breakfast is really heavily protein-based. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting more of um, my protein from a real source that has all nine amino acids in it. And then I'll get like a scoop of protein powder for like my matcha. And that's kind of the supplements I'm taking. Oh, and magnesium. That's awesome. Do you do magnesium? I don't. <laughs> I'm going to watch this back. You're looking at me and you're like, oh my I like, gosh. I thought I took a lot of supplements, but this is good though, because I feel like you've researched. Do you feel like because you had Luna, 
that you researched it more because of her intolerance to dairy? Yeah. So it's that is such an interesting question you just asked because I was into food and health, but then I had Luna and Luna actually had eczema when we started to feed her solids. Mm -hmm. And that's what started my organic journey because the doctor told me that it has no correlation, your gut and eczema, which is completely false. It's it's completely correlated. If you mm-hmm. have an autoimmune disease or if something's going wrong in your body, it's completely related to the gut. And so we went 100% organic and her eczema was completely healed. And so then when I had Brooks, he had eczema and I was so confused. I said, why is it we're eating organic and he has eczema? So I went down the rabbit hole of dairy and we eliminated dairy and about 50% of his eczema got healed. So after a few months, we kept researching and we found gluten was a big intolerance to eczema. So we did gluten and 100% healed after that. So after having my kids, that's where I went down. I was like, holy cow, food is medicine. This can heal things. And it breaks my heart when I see some people with eczema or autoimmune disease, like my mom has an autoimmune disease Mm -hmm. and what you're putting in your body, you working out, the supplements, it all has a factor in how your body works. And I just want to, I just want to sometimes shake my little cat self when I was younger and be like, no, you need to eat foods. Like you need to eat your protein. No, you, it does matter what you put into your body. Don't just eat a pop tart and think it's okay. <laughs> like I'm sure we've all been there because uh-huh. we always think as women, if we eat less, we're going to lose weight. And that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. Cause what are you eating? 1850 right now in calories. Yeah. in calories. Yep. That's amazing. That is what your maintenance I'm sure is probably around 2,300, right? About. Yeah. And I that, would say that. I back in the day, there's no way I would even touch that. Like uh-huh. I would be like, no, I'm going to gain weight. Yeah. But it's crazy. So if you could tell our viewers some advice or tips that you would tell yourself back in the day, what are some tips, advice to leave them off with of being like, okay, this is where to start. This is what you should do. How to start your fitness journey. I would say it all starts in your mind and knowing that you are worthy to be a gym goer. Like, I feel like I felt that only fit people could go to the gym. And I never, like, associated myself with the gym. It was just something that other people did. And I was like, you know what? Like, when I realized that I actually have a place in the gym, like, it was just so, it was like an aha moment. Like, oh my gosh, like, I do belong here. Like, I can go here and I can be fit too. And I can lift weights too. And I'm not going to get bulky. (laughs) I'm going to, you know, um, so I think that would be the thing. I think I really love what you said about starting out like little by little, like those little tiny things. So I would put my shoes by the door and I would plan out my outfit the night before. And then once I started into that process, like once my shoes were on, I was like, okay, once my outfit was on, I was like, perfect. Once I had taken my pre-workout, there's like no going back or you're just going to sit there itchy. So I was like, okay, like it's time to go to the gym and just creating that habit every single day. I hated the gym when I first started going. And I feel like a lot of people just hate the gym. And I would drive to the gym and I would literally say out loud because I feel like obviously like affirmations and stuff, things you say out loud, your brain starts to believe them. When I was in my car, I would say, I love the gym. Like, I am so blessed that I get to go to the gym today. I'm so blessed that I'm healthy enough to make it to the gym. And I would literally, like, convince my brain that this is so great until one day it was great. And now I love being at the gym. It definitely starts with your mind within and loving yourself and realizing it's no one else's job to make you happy and to change your mindset. You have to start with it yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not going from zero to 100 of saying, I hate my body to I love my body. It's 
I'm grateful for my body. I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful that I'm healthy and I can move my body and I get this opportunity and I'm not going to let it slip past me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to link all of Natalie's Instagram, her company, so you can go find her. She does the cutest videos on TikTok. <laughs> she really brings you along on her journey and her fitness journey, which I really love. It's really authentic and it's really cute. Thank but you. I appreciate you coming on and being just so open and candid. And I'll link you guys, I'll link all your stuff in the show notes so that's just easy access. And so thank you for listening, you guys, and we'll see you next time. If you were inspired by today's episode, I encourage you to tag me on social media at Kat Kamalani so I can personally thank you myself. I would love to hear your thoughts on my podcast. So go ahead and leave a review. So high five for finishing the episode and trying to better yourself. I hope you found it informative, inspiring, and thought provoking. I will see you again soon for another episode. Take care. Take care.